Welcome, welcome. If you've just uh, turned up, you are so welcome. Um, it's an honour for us this morning to have one of the kindest, most generous people on the planet, a.k.a. Anthony Rudd. And good morning, Anthony. Uh, you are the kindest. He has got a huge heart. His heart is so bigger. On a map, it's bigger than Canada. And that is a fact. Um, well, today is a special day. Today is a day where we want to see hope and love spill out across the city. And some people might think, what are we doing? Why are we just giving away a kitty cat and a little tea bag and a little, a few things, a few words on a card? Why are we giving away these? I mean, Mer's going to show you in a, what well, do you want to show them? Like, are these not like heaven sent? Do you know, these are amazing. Our beautiful friend Natalie just like whipped them up yesterday afternoon. We were like, what did we all do yesterday afternoon? <laughs> Slept maybe, vacuumed the floor. Natalie went home and, and just made masses of these beautiful biscuits decorated. It says hope on the front um, with a tea bag and then it's got the little poem which Jan wrote a couple of years ago um, during Give a Day and it's been adapted in lots of different ways but this one today says your story really matters. You're as special as can be so sit down and put your feet up and have a lovely cup of tea. And so we've got lots of these along with those to, to give away so thank you Natalie. It's a, a real act of love and kindness. Not many people know this. Not that many people know this. It's actually Adrian who does it all. Um, yeah, he does all. <laughs> um, so this is part of it. And um, whether it's a cookie or one of these here or something more, we're not going to be doing uh, lifting an offering today. We're not doing any giving today because we trust you. We trust you. So today, you have the offering part where we always want it to be, whether it's for Australian uh, fires. And did you hear how much was given on that Sunday? Was it, was it Ricky Hat? £450. Isn't that incredible? Nice to see you, So we bless you for that. But we want to be generous today. So... Today, there's lots of different ways where we can allow kindness and generosity and hope to spill out. Um, I, I just want to say this for a moment. The Bible tells us that kindness leads to repentance. And repentance, for me growing up, was sometimes a bit of a heavy word. Like a, a, way, a word that is, sometimes it feels a bit more like concrete around your feet. But the word repentance, for me, has become much more of a, um, a door-opening word because the word repentance is about a change of mind. And so when he talks about the kindness leads to repentance, it's like kindness leads to a new way of seeing things, a new way of seeing life. Thinking about the situation I'm in differently or thinking about this city differently. Because the word kindness is saying whatever track you're going down, no matter how dark it is and how despairing it is, the word repentance, God's like, change your mind. Turn around and look. And that is what we're hoping and longing for today. As whether it's one of these cookies which have been given out 
or one of these fires, that it may be the smallest moment in somebody's lead, in their journey to repentance. To going, I'm going to see this world, I'm going to see myself different. So you are now hope dealers. Some of you may have been other type of dealers in your time. But today is a new day. And you and I are hope dealers. Um, Kids are the best at this, for they are fearless. So if you feel your heart now getting a little bit scared, hang around with some of these fearless warriors, because they are fearless warriors. Mer, do you want to say a little bit about what some of the things we're going to be doing and even about for tomorrow as well? Okay, guys, I think like Andy says, you know, um, sometimes when we talk about going out and doing something or whether it's today or just something that we we decide tomorrow that we we want to step into, you know, an act of kindness um, or something the Father puts on your heart, for most of us, it is a little bit terrifying. I, I don't... I don't know personally that it ever really gets much easier because, you know, you've always got that sort of thought with, I don't know what this is going to communicate to this person. Um, I don't don't know what their response might be to me. Um, You know, so I just want to say, you know, if you are feeling in any way, whatever it is that you... Um, would like to do this morning, and and you know this is just something that we know takes courage from all of us to sort of step out because I think we're trusting Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in that, and it's it's you know it's not an equation, is it? It's not something that we can if we just do A, B, and C, job done. You know we're trusting Holy Spirit to speak to us in ways because He knows each person's heart. We don't. So we can, you know, we can walk up to people. I mean, I, I just just remember a, a story from, um, it was before we joined um, or were part of Carlisle Vineyard, and the, um, but one of our friends, they had all been, everyone had been up into the city centre um, and, you know, looking to offer to pray with people or whatever it might be. And I hope I'm retelling the story correctly um, as I understood it. But um, on this occasion, that they... they there was a couple of our guys approached um, some girls who were slightly scary looking in, in the sense, you know, they were, um, I think they were, were goths, so they were, you know, just just not the sort of people they were used to hanging around with, so they felt slightly intimidated, and, and one of them had a plaster on her ankle or leg, so clearly there was a broken something involved and thought, right, here's a, a possibility, somebody we could go and offer to pray for, and so they approached them and, and just asked the simple question, you know, is, is there anything you'd like prayer for, um, you know, thinking that the obvious would be for, for healing, for, for a physical thing, um, and this girl turned to them and said, yes, I need forgiveness, like they were just totally flawed in a sense that that was, you know, the the expectation of their heart had been looking in one sense in the natural and and yet where her heart was at and what she was longing for, where God was concerned. And so they had this amazing opportunity to pray with her and then at the end said, and would you like us to pray for your leg as well? And she's like, no. 
So, you know, we, we don't, we just don't know, do we ever, what's going on in the heart of the person sitting next to us. And all we can do is our very best attempt at any point to try and listen to Holy Spirit and do the thing that He puts in front of us. And you know, guys, I think sometimes we have to not get too intense about it and not get too caught up on what, what happens if I make a mistake. Because, you know, we know that kindness is a fruit of the Spirit, isn't it? Like it's just part of who he is. So when we go out in kindness, it, kindness is just, it, all, it, the, all it means is to, to meet a human need. And, and it goes as far as saying that, you know, it's, it, it's to go against harshness and cruelty. That's what kindness is. And we know that there is a lot of that out there. You know, the world can be, for many people, a bit of a harsh place. And so as we step into this, whether it's just simply handing something over and say, you know, saying, we truly actually believe what this poem says, that your story really matters. Um, you know, and just giving them something and, and blessing their day from that, thank you, Anna, to, to having an opportunity to offer to pray. You know, is there anything that we can pray for this morning? Um, and one of the things that over since Carlo Vineyard started was just this. Uh, some people will know it by the word treasure hunting. So um, one of the things this morning, if people would like to do it or to give it a go, is we just tend to take time. And I think, well, maybe just all going to do this together for all of us is just to take a moment and and to ask the Father. You know, who is it? As as I'm out and about today, tomorrow, during this week. You know, have you got some clues for me as to the person that you want me to stop and take time over? And we've seen lots of, of stories where, you know, people get pictures of somebody with a certain hat on or a certain scarf or a location. You know, people have felt led just to go down by the river and, and they've encountered somebody down there who, who is, you know, is really struggling and just have an amazing opportunity to, to, to share with them. Um, the father knows who's out and about, doesn't he, this morning. And I know lots of you will know there was one story from a few years ago where there was a gentleman who lived in Manchester, an older guy, and he'd gotten up on the morning of his birthday and just felt really down. And I think he'd phoned his son, and his son said to him, Dad, why don't you just get out for the day? Why don't you go and do something? And so he just thought, do you know what, I'm going to get on a train and go to Carlisle for the day. So that's what he did on his end of the story. On the vineyard end of the story, people had been praying before going out, saying, Father, who is out there that you want us to talk to? And somebody had a picture of a gentleman um, wearing certain clothing, and when they went into the town centre, there he was, and it was this gentleman from Manchester. We don't know. No one knew that guy. No one knew him coming in from Manchester, but the father knew and was intent on, on saying, you know, you, you really matter to me. So he sent somebody along. So we're all going to sort of, we'll all pray and spend some time in just a few minutes asking the Father. And if that's something you'd love to go and do this morning, um, then we'll just gather folks around that and head up into town. One thing, one thing that I found, one thing that I, sorry, one, one thing that I found easier with things like a giveaway and whether it's today or tomorrow in the week, I used to say, oh, would you like some chocolate or would you like this? I found that that was kind of given a question that some people found it, uh, oh no. So what I do now, I say, 
oh, have you had your free chocolate? And it's a different question. And around Christmas, have you had your Christmas chocolate? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, you don't, like, don't miss out on it. And it just makes it easier for me, which I'm always keen for, and it means it makes it easier for people to receive as well. Um, people often think on the street or where you are, you want something from them. So sometimes just encourage you quickly to say, look, we don't want anything from you. We have something for you. Um, we're not there to um, give them anything else other than a bit of hope, a bit of courage and a bit of... We're not there because we need to have more recruits at Carlisle Vineyard. We're not there because we want them to sign something or to give something. We don't want money from people. But you may find some conversations lead on to something way more. So if you catch yourself with one person and you know that you just need to give yourself to that one person, then your giving today could be your time or taking them for a cup of coffee or maybe part of your time in the next couple of days or part of Brighter Cumbria will just be meeting that person saying, let me buy you lunch. I've just been asking people of late I'm saying a very, very simple question. If 10 is you're walking on sunshine and zero is you're not sure you're going to make it through the night, where would you put yourself? And then I'll ask another question is, when was the last time somebody asked you that question? So I would encourage you, questions just open situations. If you're a bit scared, that's okay. Most of us are. But we believe the hope that we have is greater than fear. And Jesus loves to demolish fear. So, the choice, we've got choices this morning, haven't we? Because we absolutely believe that prayer is just as important. And well, without prayer, like things just don't shift. So the mighty Kevin and Ruth um, are going to be holding a prayer space in and around here. And if you would like to be part of that, that's one option of prayer. If you feel like today you need to get your feet in the city or, or going around the city, then we would encourage you to go for a prayer walk or something. Um, and then we've got another options of, I mean, this is thing we trust you. You're not kids. So you don't have to go up on the streets now for the next 20 minutes. We don't have a register on this. But taking that sense of, God, what is it and where is it and who is it you have for me? I'll never forget when Tim Wright and a few others took a bunch of flowers to the residential care home and a lady said it's the first time in her life she's ever got flowers. I think she was like 86. We hear stories of people taking gifts to their neighbours who've never had a visit. We've heard of people going to meet random strangers off the train coming to Carlisle because they wanna, uh, they're sick of living. Yeah, like you're even going up into a care home. That's right. So we have opportunities to see generosity and hope and goodness splash out wherever you are. But I also don't want to miss this. That I think there's people in the room and you just, today, you just need some hope in your heart. And I don't want you to miss have an opportunity of somebody to pray for you. So if that is you, then why don't you hang around with Kevin and Ruth for a little bit and say, I, I'm up for praying, I'm all for that, but would you pray for me first? Because I'm a little bit 
needing help. Guys, why don't we just take um, a few minutes now because um, we want to give time for people who would like to go out this morning. So I just encourage us maybe to get into threes or fours um, where we're sitting just in little groups and maybe even pray for each other in, in that context, but just sit for a few minutes together um, and, and just pray, asking the Father, is there anything specific that you want to show me now it might be a word it might be a as I say an image of a thing or a person it might be a location it might be something coming up during the week that we just want to give a few minutes of quiet for the father just to speak into that so that we can respond to some of the specific things or go out um, into the week with those things those people that he highlights for us so why don't we do that and then we're just going to spend a few, couple of minutes practicing some of those questions that Andy um, put because sometimes just getting them out of your mouth helps you to remember um, you know if, as I say you know it's not a it's not a formula um, but sometimes when we step out just going with a couple of things that that allows us to feel comfortable and natural in, in connecting with people is super helpful. So if that's okay, can we just spend a couple of minutes praying and then practicing? I just, I just, I may be wrong in this. It just feels a bit heavy in the room. Is it just me or does it just feel a bit heavy in the room? Now, if it is just me, then it's just me. But I need you to know that miracles happen. We're absolute privilege today that we have Dave and Rachel Ellishaw. Now that is a wonderful thing, just to have Dave and Rachel Ellishaw. But they have somebody else with them today as well. Now, is baby Gabriel... Oh, look at him. He is a miracle. A decade wait miracle. It seems no time at all since standing with you on this spot here, praying for life to come. And other people were praying as well. And it felt like we were praying. Sometimes it feels like we're praying to a concrete wall. Because people have been praying for so long, for so hard, and felt like nothing was shifting. But today... As long as there's no, like, going on, feeding stuff going on. Um, But, like, have a look at the miracle. And have a look at two faithful people who will not back off and back down when disappointment comes. So I want you to know, we're in a context of miracles here today. And I know there's heartache in the room as well. And I want you to know that there's a God who hears the cry of the brokenhearted. And you are not too far from him. So what Mer just said before, but listen in to what the Father is saying because there's people in the city who are crying out for this. So let's just take a few minutes to pray together about where he wants, who he has for us.